Hi, I'm Teresa Duncan. And I'm Kevin Henry. Welcome to Chew On This. We are excited to bring you our views of current topics in the dental industry and put a little different spin on them, giving you something to chew on. If you need to jump off, be sure to check the show notes for links as well as how to get in touch with us. And now let's give you something to chew on. We are back with another edition of Chew On This. Hello, my friend, Kevin. Hello, my friend, Teresa. How are you doing today? I'm good. I just want everybody to know that Kevin's wearing a Batman shirt. So today he's Batman. I am Batman. Because if you could be one thing, be Batman. Exactly. (laughs) We have an interesting story today, Kevin, that you have found. I'm just going to caution everybody that's listening. If you're a little bit squeamish uh, about dead things, I would probably skip this one and catch us on the next one where we'll be back to talking about live people. So uh, just just want to put that out there. Kevin, what you got? I, I love that you have to like give us give an alert to people. That kind of scares me. Well, I don't want people to be driving down the road with like this scrunched up lemon face on there. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah. bad. <laughs> Quick segue. So last night, um, my my wife was was taking a bath and being all leisurely and everything, and I decided, you know what, I'm going to watch the Suicide Squad because oh, I actually sure. exactly. So she walks out just as a head comes off. <laughs> And, and she just looks at me like, really? So, and then she told me this morning that she still is visualizing that. So it's a gift that keeps on giving. I think her and Norman need to go into an, a support group because he comes up or comes in the office and there's always like a zombie movie or a vampire really? movie on. Yeah. And he's just like, again, she'll get used to it. You, you would think. So I told her, eh, I'll watch that. I'll keep watching that after she leaves. Anyway. So speaking of heads, speaking of other things. Ah. Uh, So, yes, found a story out of California, and the headline is, Dust to Dust, Will California Lawmakers Legalize Human Composting, Transforming Bodies into Soil? All right. And so the whole gist of this story is that, obviously, we know that cemeteries take up a lot of land space. We know the factors that go into putting a body into the earth and what that can do. We also are hearing more about more and more about cremation and the mm. pollution that that puts into the environment. All right, people, this does relate to teeth. We're going to get to teeth in a second. Yeah. But again, this is your last chance. You did not accidentally. <laughs> you didn't accidentally tune into a pathologist podcast. Like this is still chew on this. Here's your last chance. All right, let's go. All right, so those of you who didn't take the exit, thanks for sticking with us. So. <laughs> So this, again, this is out of California, and let's be clear, California is not the first state to have talked about this. In fact, Ooh. other states are already doing this. Uh, the lovely state of Washington was the very first one. My home state of Colorado legalized this in May, and Oregon followed suit in June. So it's been very much a West thing. However, uh, New York is also talking about it currently as well. Well, New York is running out of space period when exactly. you drive from LaGuardia into the city there's a huge cemetery that you pass there is you're right and i hear that for the ones who have been there for years and there's no next to kin they just bury over it like they just mm-hmm. go over it so yeah. they need space i can see that definitely well we've been to new orleans where you know there have been stacks on stacks but a lot of that's because mm-hmm. of the water table but all this being said here's where we get to teeth okay <laughs> 
one of the things that they discuss about the composting of human bodies is that not everything decomposes quickly. And one of those things is teeth. 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 So Democratic Senator Josh Newman out of Orange County asked this in a Senate hearing. And Teresa, I want to get your thoughts on this. He says, there are parts of our bodies that don't naturally decompose, like teeth and fillings. So how does that all work mechanically? Well, Democratic Senator, I hate to tell you this, but fillings are not an actual part of the body. They're added. (laughs) Exactly. But I get what he's saying. You mentioned earlier, they're talking about like hips. Yeah. You know, any kind of posts and all that kind of stuff. Gold fillings. I had a question. What about those breast and butt implants? I guess those would be the first to go, right? So let's go into that because later on in this article, which I know is linked in this podcast, which is a wonderful thing. (laughs) It says the cured soil, which again was a human body and is now cured soil, is then searched for any non-organic materials such as titanium hips, pacemakers, or dental work. And any retrieved items will typically be recycled. What about the butt implants? You know, it does not necessarily say butt implants. However, I'm sure we could ask a question maybe to Democratic Senator Josh Newman (laughs) of Orange County to see if he could ask about butt implants. I was just going to call him Senator, but I don't know why. It's just important to say Democratic Senator. I feel like I'm I'm a newscaster now or something. No, just what are we going to do with the Kardashians? We must fight for Kardashians cured soil. Okay, so listen, you're talking about when it's done, we're not a body, we're going to be cured soil. We're going to be cured soil. And let's make this very important because you and I were laughing a little bit (laughs) beforehand. This is not a Soylent Green thing. Okay, let's make sure of that because... Can you explain Soylent Green? Because not everybody is ancient like you are. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) So this is one of the classic movie lines. Whenever they discover that Soylent Green, I haven't seen this movie in so long, I'm probably going to butcher this. Charlton Heston. Yes. Soylent Green is what the consumers love. They're addicted to it. We're like, what is in Soylent Green? What is it? And Charlton Heston discovers. Go ahead and say it. It's made of people. (laughs) (laughs) And so old farts like Kevin and I, we like to say, it's people. (laughs) So we want to make clear that you're, you know, you're not going to be putting any tomato seeds or tomato plants in this thing. And that was one of the biggest things that came out of this is they are going to use this to grow plants, not things that you would eat. So you're not going to have the Kardashians around your carrot (laughs) plants. Okay, let's make that very clear. It is going to be, you know, around plants and around things that are non-edible. What if you're a cannibal? Like, what if Jeffrey Dahmer wanted to buy some well, of this stuff? And, and my I'm question is, saying. what if you want to buy somebody and have them in your garden? Ooh. How about that? You know what? My dad is a huge gardener. I uh-huh. know this because I had to work the darn garden growing up. And I refrain from cussing because I don't want to get another expletive slapped on our podcast. We're that way. <laughs> I grew up like harvesting green beans and stuff like that. My dad would love being used as garden soil. He would. Well, and I think there's part of it that if you knew that your loved one was nurturing that tree that you looked at every yeah, day, you know, yeah. I mean, there, there is a part of this that I, I think is very interesting, but it's funny how the dental component has become one of the big question marks of the whole thing. And you and I were discussing Leading up to this, you know, all these archaeology finds where they're Mm. still finding teeth and the whole ornate 
way that people used to garden their teeth, shall I say? Yes. You're going to have to sift out the teeth, right? You're going to be sitting there like mining gold, like a like one of those 49ers from California. You're going to be shift, shifting, sifting out the fillings. The, oh my gosh, the gold is going to be, somebody's going to recover that gold and make some money. I'm just telling you, the human decomposters that are going to be <laughs> running this. And one thing I didn't realize, Teresa, while reading this article, and again, it's it's in the link, is that there is also water cremation now. What? I did not realize that you could cremate somebody. What is that? What do you mean? I'm not sure. I, I need to do more research on this, but it's actually mentioned in the article is that you can... Like spray them with a hose? Like so much water comes in, it squishes you. That's really... Ew, I wish I could tune out for that. I wish I, you could I, I know. That. I'm sorry I threw that. <laughs> See? We just lost listeners. There it was. I was going to say, I didn't think I had a limit on this stuff, but I think you just ran right up against (laughs) it. Uh (laughs) But it mentions in the article that there are very few folks in California, facilities, I should say, that are actually doing this water cremation. But of course, that uses resources as well. Well, where does the water go? Well, all right. That's disgusting. Anyway, let's go back. Let's go back. You mentioned the whole archaeological thing. Yeah, teeth you know, the hardest substance in the body, right? You will find in these archaeological digs, the teeth, and that's actually how they can figure out diet. You know, you can actually, the wear, you can see the wear, you can see how much bone it's still sitting in, you know, a lot of, it's pretty scary stuff. That's how they found out too, that people would use like gems, like emeralds and all the gems in teeth. They were doing that long before any of the rappers did the bling bling thing. People were getting, you know, that done. What I was always fascinated with was when they would pull up the ancient Egyptians or, you know, those ancient cultures. And what they would find is people using regular wire, metal wire, but they would put a tooth where a missing tooth was. But it was not their tooth. It was somebody else's tooth. And that's common practice back then. They would actually take teeth from their slaves and from workers or whatever and use them to replace their own lost teeth. So very fascinating, the history of dentistry back then. Very interesting. And I know that there have been studies where they have found what people have chewed. And, mm. you know, like I just, I know they figured out one race was cannibalistic because of the DNA that was still on the teeth that they discovered. Not that big piece of tendon. <laughs> A little something right here, you know. So. <laughs> hey, Dahmer, you should have flossed. Like, so <laughs> let's think about this for a second. So you have to sh- shift. I cannot get shift and sift. Well, at least you're not saying anything else. So that's that's awesome. true. So somebody has to actually go through and pick out the gold, the post, the fake hips, everything that sets off a metal detector in an airport. Somebody's got to do all that. And then after that, you would then put them into, well, how do they do it? I mean, what do you mean composting? Let's let's talk about this. Do, okay. do you put them in a pile and let's, let them decompose or do you accelerate it using, I mean, I hate to say it, but animals like worms and things like that or chemicals. No, from what this, from what this understands, it would be the, the natural organic reduction of human remains is how it's described. Because it takes a while. I mean, if you look at all these farms that the FBI and other crime scene uh, investigators, they put up, they have like the, the body farms. Have you heard of those? I have. They actually study how long it takes for a body to decompose in different settings and all that. So you'd have to find the optimal setting for the fastest decomposition, I would imagine. 
but it's already going on, you know? So mm-hmm. I'd be curious if there was something in there about what's going on in Washington state right now with this and, and how many people are actually taking advantage of it. But there was a scientist, there is a company out there called Recompose uh, mm-hmm. that is the one kind of leading this charge. And the scientist, Lynn Carpenter Boggs, has studied soil for 30 years, Teresa. And she says in her testimony, the finished material is soil-like and unrecognizable visually, chemically, or microbiologically as human remains. The soil can safely and selectively nourish the land, plants, and forests. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. I would think that it takes some time, obviously. They actually discuss in here how they make it into soil. And I'll, I'll let everybody take a look at that. It's kind of interesting, the container that you would go into to do this. And again, the container. What kind of container? Well, if you really want to know, let me share with I you. I do want to know. I'm I'm very curious. You're very curious about this. You know what? My mom would love, first of all, my dad would love to be sprinkled into any kind of garden, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. My mom, though, I'm thinking that she could really, she could really power a money tree. <laughs> yeah, I like that, actually. <laughs> Just so you know, because I know a lot of folks are, if you're still listening to this, first of all, congratulations. Second of all, <laughs> a lot of you are wondering how many people in Washington state have actually done this so far. Yes. According to this article, since it started in January of 2021, so earlier this year, 50 bodies have been returned back to the earth through this. And they are also planning to open a second location in the Seattle area in spring of 2022. So Recompose is, yes, growing. You know, th- those areas are known for their crunchy people. Is this a crunchy people thing? They're crunchy people? You know what I mean. <laughs> I'm a little worried about crunchy <laughs> You know people. what I mean. You know. And people, I'm not trying to offend, but you know, there's people who are very with the earth, you know? <laughs> yes, they are. Okay. <laughs> with the earth already. So. I wasn't sure the crunchy. I was like, <laughs> okay, but with the earth, yes, I agree with that. Well, you know, that came from granola, right? Like that's, oh, oh, that's see, what that's about, like the hippie granola thing. So they called them crunchy. So next you're going to ask if the Birkenstocks go in with the, the body as well. Yeah, do you have to works. sift See? out the Birkenstocks? Like- <laughs> I did, we just lost our Seattle audience. The one, <laughs> the one audience that was still with us. Dang it. Anyway. I was going to say, your wife is from that area. Is she, she is. Would she consider this? I, I, you know, I don't think she would. I think the hippie gene skipped her. Uh, I'm pretty sure it did. Well, would her mom consider this? I think her mom would. I can see I can see Mama Linda take care of this. Mm. I can see that. And I can see that if she knew that she was going to like go back to Hawaii and do some of those pretty flowers that are over there, she'd probably do that. Oh, actually, yeah, that sounds nice. If yeah. I knew I was going to be powering some flowers or something. See, if, and like the waves coming in and there you are kind of helping the flowers get all pretty. Yeah, I really never thought of it. Norman and I just have cremated in our wills. We never really thought about doing anything else. But I will tell you that I have plans for my mom already. What are you going to do with her? My best friend, Raina, and I have talked about this, and she's she brought this to my attention, but you can actually have the ashes of your loved ones. So you get cremated. Mm-hmm. Have the ashes of your loved ones sent to be made into a diamond. Yes. I've to jewelry. Mm-hmm. And so I told my mom that, and she was, of course, horrified. But I was like, listen, I can get some jewelry out of you. I'm going to do it. And we just, you know, it was funny. But it is a couple thousand dollars, and the color of the... Diamond is not guaranteed. It depends on the person's carbon makeup. 
course, my mom and I was joking. I was like, I'm going to get a black diamond out of this because your soul is black. And she's like, no, your soul is black. You know, that whole thing. <laughs> That's awesome. You really don't know what color you're going to get. So there's all sorts of things that you can do post, you know, dental. So that's your post dental career right there is being a fertilizer, right? That there's something to look forward to right there. <laughs> what are you going to do in retirement? Oh, fertilizer. What kind? Well, it's funny you ask. I'm going to grow some plants. I'm going to really grow some plants. <laughs> exactly. <like that. laughs> so this is good to know though, because people now have options. But the thing with the sifter and all of this is what do you do with all that stuff? I think a lot of the prosthetics you could just recycle, right? They're metal, they're whatever, yeah. and then get paid out for your gold. People are happy about that. Well, and if I understand right, with cremation as of right now, all that's sifted out anyway. It is. So I don't think that's anything too too crazy. And I think from what I understand, it all is being recycled where it can be, uh, you know, with the titanium and things along that line. So one thing that I'm curious about, and maybe you've got a little bit of insight into this, is because we know with cremation right now, the sifting goes on and, and a lot of the even dental appliances are taken out at that point and recycled or done with what they will. Do dental records play any factor in current cremations that people know what they should be looking for after the process is over with, or would they play a role in this whole composting thing? So the one thing I remember when my grandmother was cremated, they made sure to ask if there were any pacemakers because of, I guess, any machines mm -hmm. that were in there. So it wouldn't, I guess, pop or whatever during the cremation. But they didn't ask about anything else. Okay. Because I think the heat is so high, it just gets rid of everything. And I actually was able to see one of those things up close, which I will tell you is not a fun thing. Uh, surprisingly did not smell. You would be surprised by that. I know that's very morbid. But I will also tell you, Kevin, that there is a big difference in people who are cremated here and in Vietnam because mm. my mom was called years ago to go get her father, who was buried right. in Vietnam, because they were going to put a highway right in over the cemetery. And so oh my gosh. a mass mailing went out to come get your loved ones or else basically. So that was, <sighs> yeah, it was terrible. That was, I was in high school when that happened and she came back and I remember being horrified because the box she came back with was pretty heavy. It was not a full, it was lots of, it was lots of bone. Wow. Interesting. You know, soft tissue all gone, of course, thank yeah. God, but still not, not as much, crematorium yeah. stuff going on there. Um, it was lots of bone. I mean, not ton, not big bones, not like big so, ankle bones and leg bones and things like that, but it was a heavier box than what my grandmother came out in. And so their cremation, I guess, is not as, I don't want to say thorough, maybe it's not as long. So then was that box buried or was there another cremation that happened? Oh, let me peel back Teresa's uh, family life for you. I'm so, curious. Yeah. So my grandmother is in an urn and my grandfather is in a bigger urn. Okay. All right. <laughs> because, uh, you know, my mom wasn't going to have him like reprocess. You know what I mean? So yeah. he just got a bigger urn. So she has those two at her house. She's Buddhist. So they're in a room with all her Buddhist stuff and they're there. And I've been told that when she passes, I am to maintain hers as well. So I now I'm looking forward to having three urns because my dad is like, I'm going into, you know, um, going into Arlington National Cemetery. 
because he's retired military, yeah. he's going to be able to go into there. And so he wants to be interred there. And uh, the joke is, if he makes me mad, we're going to mix their ashes together. That's really hilarious. And then I'll get haunted, of course. But yeah, so now I'm expected to uh, house three three relatives, three ashes of relatives. And, and quite frankly, I told my mom, I said, you know, I'd like to do something nice, maybe take them on a trip or something and do yeah. something nice with them. Because I mean, I can't give Noah, I can't, this is not to be passed down. I mean, I get it. I understand, but it's, you know, I don't, who wants to pass that down, you know? Yeah. That's... It's a little weird. And honestly, I'd rather, I'd rather make diamonds out of them. Now that I get. My grandmother would be a brilliant diamond. She would be awesome. Oh, see, that would be cool, though. Yeah. My mom has already paid for her cremation. Really? Uh, it was very important to her to already do that and have that taken care of. My dad is horrified at the thought of cremation. Really? Yes. So much like yours, uh, my dad's plan is to be buried up at, near our cabin at Grand Lake in Oklahoma. Oh, nice. And my mom would like her ashes spread uh, in the mountains or somewhere pretty, uh, shall we say. Aww. Yes. I, I don't think I'll have an, an urn per se, but, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's interesting because I don't think that's really something I've contemplated or thought about. You haven't talked to Dana about that? You know, that? We, we, I don't think we want to do the whole burial thing. I know that, but I'm, I'm not sure now that if we can be soil, you know, hey, who knows? Be soil and green. Soil made of people. <laughs> Norman and I have decided uh, cremation just, and Norman wants to be, because he's a scuba diver. He loves his water. Yes. He doesn't want to be with me. He wants to be with the fishes. <laughs> he wants to be donated to this project, the reef project. I've heard of that. Yeah. So he can be in one of the reef balls to grow coral. I think that's cool. And I'm like, okay, maybe that sounds good too. Cause you know, let me be with you. And he's like, whatever. So, yeah, yeah. Just you go be over on that side. Yeah. Is there an insurance university? I could be part of that. I don't know. That would be kind of nice actually. Where would I go? I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. It can't be anywhere near Gators. Cause that would be wrong. Don't do that. We do know that. <laughs> so here's another question for you. Are you all organ donors? Yes. Maybe your dad needs to just talk about it again, because I had a preconceived notion about being an organ donor. I wanted to donate everything except my eyes. And mm -hmm. I don't know why, because what am I going to do with them? And then I woke up one day and was like, that's stupid. So I changed it. But maybe your dad just has that kind of thing in his head. And maybe has he talked about it again? Maybe it's just a preconceived notion he's got. He, he doesn't like the whole fire thing. He's not a big fan of that. Now, maybe I could throw out the water cremation and that'd be a whole different story to him. I'm not. Well, throw out the soil cremation. He might like he that. He might actually, you know. You're on a golf course. I'm looking at it right now. You have a nice landscape. Just help us with the fourth hole there, you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing to keep in mind is that, you know, my daughter in her physical therapy program has worked with cadavers in the medical school. Mm -hmm. And so there's the other thing that has crossed my mind at the time is that, you know, they work with cadavers before they're cremated and give them back to the family. That has crossed my mind as well, because I know what an impact that's made on Julia as she's done her training. So maybe that's worth me doing as well. Yeah, actually, that's not a bad idea, Kevin. I think that's a noble way to go. I might yeah. have to look into that as well, because you're, you're right. They can do that and then get cremated. Exactly. And I don't think Noah would be squishy about it. I think he'd be fine with it. Yeah, and the family never knows what, what goes on with the body before it's cremated. And, you know, so if I could help serve another purpose, hey, why not? They're going to name you, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
I know Julia. Yes. I know Julia named hers. I know. I know lots of students too. So. You're gonna get some name like Herman, yeah, or you know Frankenfurter or something. <laughs> You're gonna get a name. I'm just saying. They're gonna cut me up and go. My God, how many In and Out burgers did this man eat? You know? That's what you're gonna be called. You're gonna be called the Double Double. <laughs> That would not surprise me, actually. My That's God, his muscle is hamburger meat. How did this happen? It's tremendous. <laughs> double, double, animal style. That's what they're going to say. Bring in animal style. All right. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, Kevin is, a, is an in and out aficionado. You're an expert. You know. You should be distributed at different in and outs. Julia and Dana should do an in and out tour and just distribute you all over. You know, there is, <laughs> there is a group I follow on Instagram that they literally, all they do is go around the country and they keep revisiting all the in and out burgers. Really? It's just a perpetual loop. They're groupies. But all the things that these little in and outs give them, like all these cool pieces of memorabilia and stuff like that, that they post on Instagram. I mean, I, I've got super big envy. I'd be so jealous. I am because I'm thinking, why didn't I think of that? This is frustrating to me. It's one of those great things. You want to go visit dental offices and see how many toothbrushes we could see. See, it's so boring, right? It's boring. I mean, I I love all of you, but that's boring. Okay. I think we have drifted enough, (laughs) Mr. Henry. Well, I'm glad that we were able to talk about soil and and reference Charlton Heston as well as uh, In-N-Out Burger. It's been quite a day. I hear you. All right. On behalf of my co-host, Double Double. We're going to go ahead and sign out. Dear listeners, thanks for hanging in there with us. And as always, we so appreciate that you do spend your time with us. And that's a wrap for this episode of Chew on This. We hope you laughed and learned a little. Check out the show notes for any links we mentioned. And don't forget to give us a rating on your podcast app. Feel free to drop us a comment on social media or by email if you have any suggestions for future topics. We'll be back in about two weeks. See you then.